podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red. As you can tell by my voice, it is Guy and not Dave. Uh, as he was warning most of last week, he, his missus had the Rona and he caught it too, but his voice is completely gone. So I'm here to step in for this show. That does mean there'll be no two-footed, because I'm sure nobody wants to listen to an extended version of this, just me on, on two-footed. Plus, that's more Dave's show, to be fair to him. So, I will cover uh, the Daily Red until Dave is back. Um, So, I have scoured news now, as I normally do whilst covering this one. So, let's go through a couple of the uh, pieces in here. Um, Seth Vandenberg looks set to join Bournemouth on loan. This was broken over the the weekend. Um, Yeah, it's an interesting one, because obviously, Nat Phillips was on loan there last season. Everyone... Presumed he'd either go there on a permanent, or I mean, there's been rumours of a another loan for Nat in in that regard. But looks like Bournemouth themselves have have picked Seth. Obviously, I never really watched Bournemouth, not Bournemouth, Preston, which he was at um the last couple of years. Um, yeah, by all accounts, he did really well at Preston in a multiple uh, multiple roles as a right back, right wing back, and centre back. Um. It'll be interesting to see if he starts for for Bournemouth in, in the centre in the in the Premier League. Whether it is centre back or right back, I'm not sure who plays there. I'd guess it's Chris Metham and Lloyd Kelly as centre backs at the minute. Um, who's their right back? And they've got Jack Stacey. Uh, they got that lad from West Ham whose name's escaping me at the minute. Who's fast on FIFA? <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think there's I think there's opportunities there if he does settle in. I think it could be easily either of them positions really. Um obviously Scott Parker's quite a defensive manager, so playing a centre back at right back might be might be an option for him. Um sure it up a bit. But yeah, so I I think that's quite a good move for him. He he needs that step up because um was it, I think it was a season and a half at Preston, it might have been two seasons if I remember if I'm misremembering. But he spent a while at Preston and, and going to a higher up championship club, I don't think that's going to help his progression anymore. So let's see if he can take the jump in the Premier League. And if he can't, he's proven it at championship level. Um, So yeah, and he's a good versatile defender. He can always come back and be that fifth choice centre-back and extra cover at right back for the for the time being. I mean, we've had, we had Reese there to finish last season and we've seen him go to, uh, go to Blackpool the other week, didn't we? Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Nat for the rest of the window. Maybe he stays around as the fifth, even though I did. I can't remember if he came, if he was involved in the Leipzig game. I can't remember, but Sepp obviously was. Um, yeah, I, I think we got a cash in on Nat whilst we can, cause 
think he's 25 now. Coming off a decent half-season loan at Bournemouth. If he sticks around on our bench, I, I think there's rumours he's on like 50k a week. So it's a lot of money for, for, for well, for nothing really. I know he did the turn against Latin last season. But yeah, it seems like his value was at its highest after the injury plague season. So maybe could have sold him then. I think Watford offered like 7 or 8 mil back then. Probably should have took that. Um... But yeah, I'd probably take what we get for him. But I like Seth um, after a difficult start. So hopefully he does well at Bournemouth if he, if that gets confirmed. Um, let's have a look at the next story. Uh, why Klopp wants Mane moved to be example for future transfers. Um, yeah, basically I, I read this just before. It, it seems like everything was done well in advance. Um, Mane and his agent said, well before the transfer window that he's looking for a new challenge and bar little things in the in the german press and stuff like that there wasn't really any controversy surrounding the transfer i think it was always going to get sorted it was always an easy transfer to do um, apparently some people say he's been wanting out a bit longer than that but yeah i think all parties have kind of come away with this. Maybe we could have got a bit more money if if it was a PSG or something like that. But I've always said if he had his heart set on Bayern Munich and as a project in football, if you're moving for footballing reasons, you'd much rather go to a Bayern than a than a PSG who who, who was also linked. Real Madrid used to be linked, but they're probably um, content with Vinicius and Co. Now obviously had the most eggs in the Mbappe basket as well. Um, but yeah, as a footballing project, you can't really get much better than Bayern. Um, so yeah, perfect move for him. Klopp, I think Klopp here says he'll be he'll be able to play in his late thirties as well. So yeah, it, it it seems like a good move for anyone. Could have got a lot of money, but thirty mil for a thirty year old with one year left on his deal, a thirty odd mil. That's pretty good, I reckon. And to be fair, as I always say, this these legends. Always, I think we've always got to do the favourable deal for them. If he was set on Bayern Munich, what they could offer, what was acceptable for both clubs, you got to take it. Um, so yeah, happy all round there. Um, let's move on. Oh, this is a bit of a funny one. Um, I'm sure people have seen over the weekend Thomas Tuchel going a tad mental in uh, in his post match press conference after I think Arsenal beat them four nil. And he, I think he was asked about the season ahead and he said City and Liverpool are far, far ahead of us now. And we obviously are, and last season proved that. But you look at the start of last season, and I know lots changed at Chelsea last season. Lukaku flopped for multiple reasons. I think Tuchel's got to take his fair share of the blame in that one, to be fair. Lukaku does as well, because obviously doing stupid interviews with Inter Milan, uh, Inter Milan um, Italian press, I should say, um, and stuff like that halfway through the season. It's a bit dumb, but quite a lot of people, me myself included, I thought Chelsea would win the league last year. I thought City getting Grealish didn't really do anything for them. That kind of proved to be right, but the rest of the team was just already really good. Um, last summer, we only had Canate if I remember correctly, and we we were still good, but me, us and Chelsea were on a similar level 
till till the January or till halfway through the season. Then we just we went back. We just rock it. We the second half of last season was just monstrous from us. Obviously, getting Diaz in uh, in January helped revitalize the squad a bit, but we we took on a few steps, whereas Chelsea dropped off a cliff. Um, so yeah, they were obviously similar level to us, but obviously a lot of injury, key injuries with Reese James and Chilwell probably derailed their season, the Lukaku stuff, etc. But we all, quite a lot of us, thought their squad was at least title challenging. It was nowhere near, and now he's saying. They're nowhere near Liverpool and, and and City, and you have to agree with him. But how how has it gone that wrong in a year? I mean, you misuse Lukaku, regardless of Lukaku's fault in that. You've misused him, kind of forced his way out the club because it kind of got too toxic. Kai Havertz hasn't developed at all, really, from the crazy talent everyone thought was in the Bundesliga. There, Timo Werner. <laughs> kind of just the same player he was um Bundesliga tax and all that jazz you lost Rudiger you lost Christiansen you've got Koulibaly in who's probably better maybe not as better suited as Rudiger in the left side of a three but he's probably better than Rudiger Chilwell's back fit Reese James's back fit Thiago Silva's old but he's still good at defending they haven't really got a right centre back Charlie Chalibur but there's a reason they're trying to buy Kunde. Mendy's good. I don't think he's good as Allison. He's kind of the opposite coin to Edison. He's really good at shot stopping, but he's horrendous with his feet. Um, midfield's a bit of an issue. I think Kovacic aside, he, I think Kovacic is brilliant. Kant is had a couple poor seasons. I think. I think he was excellent in the Champions League when they won it, but last season he was kind of poor. Um, Jorginho, I've never been a fan of. Uh, didn't use Saul, and he's obviously gone back. Who else have we got in midfield? Ross Barkley still exists. Uh, Conor Gallagher. Um, I was listening to a podcast, apparently they used him like out on right wing the other day, which seems really odd. Uh, up front, like the Sterling signer, I think that's one of the better ones of the summer so far. But he's not enough to bridge the gap to a to a Erling Haaland, to a to a Mo Salah, um, but that, the rest of our forward options are crazy. I, I don't even think their forward options are good as Spurs. And I, I can't stand Richarlison. I don't think he's that good, but the other three are, are well ahead of Chelsea's attack as well. So he's kind of right in what he said, but they've spent a lot of money, and albeit they've not got the players in, they've been willing to spend a lot of money this summer as well. They've obviously bid 60-odd mil for Rafinha, uh, Similar for Kunde by the sounds of it. I mean, Koulibaly was 30-odd. Um, Sterling was 50 off the top of my head. Might be a bit cheaper than that, I think, actually. Um, linked with Dembele, which was obviously a big wage package. Um, so, yeah, they've obviously got the money to spend, and it's gone hor- horribly wrong. But, yeah, it, it's mad how the, the view on Chelsea has changed in such a short period of time. And I think it is... It's deeper than just the ownership changing. Just a lack of development in that squad. And I think there was... I can't remember the Liverpool fan, but there was something about elite coaches should develop the squad. And people said, well, Klopp didn't develop in Skirtle and all that. I was like, well, yeah, because they were at the end of their career and weren't that good to begin with. Um, but you look, Timo Werner was exciting coming out of Germany. Kai Havertz, extreme talent. 
it's just yeah, there's I think if you gave Klopp or Pep that squad, it would be performing a lot better. I think a, a couple tweaks and it it'd be excellent, I think. But yeah, maybe Tuchel I think Tuchel's an excellent coach, but I just the longer it's been at Chelsea, I just don't think he's took on that step after winning the Champions League to be on the level of of Pep and Klopp. I just don't think he's that level yet. I think I'd probably say Conte is ahead of him as well. I think is just consistent league success. It puts Conte ahead. I know he's had the Champions League, but yeah, it's uh, I'd have Conte above him as well. But um, this is not Chelsea, so we'll move on. Um, next story. Uh, com- a lot of comparisons between Nunes and Haaland. Uh, yeah, it's always going to happen. I think Klopp had a lot. I think it's Danish telly, I think it is. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, so he's been interviewed with Danish telly, and I think quite a lot of stories have came out from that. But yeah, I think he's not too bothered about the, the comparisons with with, with um, Haaland. We all know Haaland's going to be going to be a special talent. It's literally only injuries that hamper him at, Chelsea, at, at, um, at City. But Nunes, well, it's gone four the other day. Looked much better, much more promising than after being a flop after 30-odd mins in two games. Um, yeah. Um, happy with the business. I think the whole package for, for Haaland, plus having a release clause and stuff like that, it's not something Liverpool would ever get involved in. So I think we, if, if Nunes is good enough, which I, I have all the confidence in him to be, he should be here for... Did he have a six-year? I think he had a six-year contract. So if he's here for his whole contract, plus... If we extend him, I think he's in 22-23. So we should realistically have him if he's good enough for the entire contract unless he dreams of going to Barca or Real and they get involved. But Haaland, I think he has a release clause. We already know Real Madrid like him. If Barcelona ever fix their finances more, although it doesn't really matter at the minute for Barcelona, um, they could get involved, PSG, Bayern, yada, yada, yada. But I think Nunes is, is more secure a Liverpool player than Haaland is for the for the short-term, medium-term future. So, yeah, um, I'm happy with Nunes over that one. Uh, Pitaluga, Marcelo Pitaluga, who obviously went on loan to Macclesfield. Uh, he's had two man-of-the-match performances already. Um it, it it's good to see. It's good to see. Obviously, it, it was an odd loan at the time, but I think uh, Dave made the point on this show. I might have, or might have been two footed. Um, keeping all these youngsters, like real youngsters, loaned out in the northwest area, so they can still train with us, with the uh, with the club. Um, it, it seems to be working wonders. And and Pitaluga, I mean, goalkeeping's goalkeeping. Obviously, it's not going to be Premier League. Athletes and athletes and stuff like that who can shoot harder, finish better, and stuff like that. But goalkeeping, when you're such a young lad playing in them lower leagues, it'll probably help help more than playing. I know the championship has the reputation, but I think stuff like that might mature you a bit quicker. Um, so yeah, and he's only young. Plus, goalkeepers play till they're about seventy-two, so very young for a goalkeeper. Um, so yeah, nice to see him having a. Um, a good start to life at Macclesfield. Um, last story. I think there's actually another story. Wijnaldum, 8 mil loan to buy deal in place as, as former Liverpool star set to move. <sighs> yeah, it, it's all gone wrong for Wijnaldum at, at PSG. Um, 
It's so strange because I thought it'd be a really good buy for, for PSG. I think he'd add balance to their midfield, which that team's been crying out for basically for a, since they've got money. Um, outside of Verratti, they've always had odd midfield fits. Idrissa Gay from Everton come from Everton, not that good. Uh, Paredes, not, not great. Um, Ander Herrera, not great. Maybe Ginny just... He's not. He was never the most impactful player, and obviously he had super sub appearances against Barcelona and stuff like that. But his week to week, his bread and butter was much more about subtlety and stuff like that. And obviously we let him help balance the midfield with Fabinho and maybe let Henderson be a bit more attacking and stuff like that. Um, and maybe that subtlety of role was never appreciated in PSG and was never going to be appreciated in PSG because, well, yeah, it, it, it's not really set up for that. Um, he's. It looks like he's going to Roma. There's been links to other Premier League clubs, um, Everton, Leicester, and West Ham mentioned here. I thought it'd be a good buy for for Arsenal, um, or someone like that, just to add a bit more balance. Obviously, he's better than Granit Xhaka. Now, I was never Ginny's biggest admirer, but yeah, he's still better than Granit Xhaka. So, someone like that, I think it would have been good. But Roma, um, obviously with Jose, second year after a good first year, I think it's a clever buy. Um, and I think he, Mourinho, whilst he had a short punditry gigs, he always appreciated the way Liverpool's team team played. So I think he'll appreciate what Ginny does. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, should be should be interesting. Um, I haven't got the story in front of me. I'll try and find it quickly whilst I'm trying it. There's more links to Bobby going to Juve, and I think the sources are a tad crappy, but I'll speak about it anyway. Um, if this loads up, but I think it said nineteen and a half mil offer there. Uh, it is in the metro, so you know I'm only talking about it for podcasting purposes. Uh, Juve da, 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 da. now Tuto Juve is reporting that the yeah, I can't say that word. I can barely speak English. Point proven. Can barely speak English. Um, have offered the Reds 19.5 mil to part with Bobby Firmino. I, I don't know why I added Bobby there. Uh, before the end of the transfer window. Um, almost similarly what I said to Mane. If he wants to go to Juve and we can get in a replacement, because we would need a replacement, let's be honest. I'd be alright with it, but we would need to replace him whether we... There's always been talk of us changing formation. I don't think we are. I think it's going to be 4 3 3 with just little tweaks whilst we're attacking and defending. But maybe we view Bobby more as a midfielder nowadays or something like that. And maybe we can replace him in the aggregate of we get, if we've been linked with uh, Nunes from Portugal or whatever, um, then Carvalho can kind of replace Bobby and, and the squad the squad members that left in, in Minamino and stuff like that. Maybe Cade can step up and replace a Minamino or, or, or something like that. Um, but yeah, then we replace him in the aggregate of midfield instead. But if he wants to leave and he wants to get more first-team opportunities in the World Cup year, I think we'd have to consider it. Maybe it's too late in the window, but yeah... <laughs> As I said with the Mane stuff, we owe these legends moves if they want them, but you kind of have to be careful of the detriment of the team as well. So maybe it's too late, but if we if we have transfers in the fire, which obviously the club keeps denying, but they're obviously busy working. It's what they've got to do. Um, I wouldn't be against it, but it'd be kind of 
a risk at the same time. But if we could get someone else in, he wants to move, which is the key in that. I'd kind of be alright with it, and it'd be a very sad day, Sim similarly when Mane left. Albeit I was kind of uh, distraught over the Champions League and, and stuff at that time. Um, so yeah, it's it's an odd one, but it's a, it looks like a very crap sort, so I doubt it'll happen. But he, I think he's in the last year of his deal, so maybe Juve just wait. We, we know they love a free transfer, so all they've got to do is wait till. Basically, wait till the World Cup and then they can negotiate with him anyway. So, yeah. Um, what have we got on Anfieldindex.com over the weekend? And then I will finish and stop rambling. Um, I think we have a new article if the site actually loads for me. That would be useful. Uh, we. Elevator music. Do, 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 do. Come on. Yes, we do have a new article. It's by Stephen Smith. Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, Darwin, the return of the number nine. Obviously, Liverpool had so many great number nines over the years. Uh, God, who was our last out and out number nine? Sturridge? Suarez is kind of everything, but I suppose Suarez was a nine. They were probably the last two, but similarly, obviously, the Torres comparisons are there. But obviously, the Klopp era, we've not really gone with a number nine apart from the first year when Origi and Sturridge were were battling out for that spot but yeah return of the number nine iconic number and position for Liverpool you don't need me to go through that seeing as I'm a toddler and you probably know better than me um we had podcasts as well uh da, da, da. we have the second part of the ticketing scheme uh, this one's with Harinda who, well, he knows more than most about this stuff. That was out on the 23rd. Um, we had the transfer pod as well. And we also have the next part of Harry's rivalry on the Big Six series. This time he was uh, looking at Man City, obviously our, our big title rivals. So hopefully hopefully we've made some gains on them. Or I know it's only a point, but hopefully we've bridged the gap in the first half of the season and can start off a bit quicker. Um, but yeah, I'll probably listen to that myself uh, next time I take the dog out or something. But that should be interesting to listen to. In terms of stuff coming out this week, uh, with Dave being ill, I'm not sure when he'll be back. Me and Carl have planned uh, AI Scouted without him for the week. Uh, I think... We're going to look at the top six ourselves and almost mirror Harry's thing. Look at how they'll line up and stuff like that. I think we're going to actually do the entire league, but I think we'll start with the uh, with the top six, probably Liverpool included, but we'll probably go through that quicker because we'll focus that on. Uh, the game week uh, for the Premier League starting. But yeah, we'll look through the league uh, whilst Dave's ill. Um, I'm sure there'll be other stuff, um, but yeah. Premier League starts in a week and then we'll be back up and running with the usual weekly stuff. So that'll be fun. But that's it from me. Sorry, got a bit rambly there, but it is Monday. Get back in the swing of things. But uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it.
You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.